The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. This is Soulful Living on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Terry Williams. Hey, wherever you are in the world today, I welcome you to another 30 minutes of Soulful Living here at Empower Radio. My guest today, Lisa Coffey, is no stranger to Soulful Living and no stranger to this work. Uh, Today we're going to talk about her beautiful new album that's coming out, Song Divine, based upon the Bhagavad Gita, which I don't always say uh, correctly, but I have the expert here to guide me on that. So welcome, Lisa. I'm so excited. Oh, thank you, Terry. This is so kind. I, I love you and I love your audience and everything you do. So I'm a big fan. Well, thank you so much. And, and the feeling is mutual. I was thinking today that I, I think we connected when What's Your Dosha Baby came out. Yeah, that was and like 2004. <laughs> I know, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, and, um, you know, we've kind of traveled this journey through social media and online. Yeah, and I look and pretty forward much every to- book that came out of mine, you've been, you know, very supportive. So I really appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. And I know that one day when all this crazy stuff is done, we're going to meet live and in person. So until then, let's give the listeners a little uh, background on, on the Bhagavad Gita. So the Bhagavad Gita is originated in India more than 5,000 years ago. It's the second best-selling book in the world and the second most translated book in the world after the Bible. Wow. Yeah, it was originally written in Sanskrit. Mm -hmm. And then when it is translated, this is what it looks like, you know, usually when you see it. Yeah. Because it'll have like the Sanskrit verse, and then it'll have the translation, and then it has commentary. So it's a a very meaty text, but it's actually a part of a much bigger book called the Mahabharata, which is like 18 volumes of this saga of this major war within this family in India. And the Bhagavad Gita is just a little sliver of it. Mm. Um, And it's this intense conversation between Arjuna, who is basically an everyman. He's, he represents us, right? He's, he's a warrior and he's supposed to fight in this war. He's supposed to be a general in this war. And he goes on the battlefield and he pretty much has a nervous breakdown. He says, I don't know if I want to do this. He looks at the other side 
and there's all of his friends and family and um, teachers and people he respects and neighbors and everything. And he just doesn't know what to do. He's like, Mm -hmm. how am I supposed to kill these people? I know it's my job, but how is anything good going to come out of this war? I think I'm just going to quit. I don't know what to do. So he has this breakdown and he turns to his charioteer, who is Krishna, who he doesn't realize is God incarnate. And he asks Krishna for advice. What do I do? And the whole Bhagavad Gita is Krishna giving him advice and Arjuna asking questions so that he can make a good decision for how to handle this dilemma in his life. So it's really, even though it's um, set on a battlefield, it's representative of our own lives, even right now. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, because this doesn't take place in a beautiful garden or on the beach in Hawaii, you know. This takes place on a battlefield. And this is how we are on this earth in our everyday lives. We're fighting these little mini battles, you know, with our spouse or our children or our boss or our landlord or our neighbor or whatever. There's always struggles and challenges. And this is how we learn and grow. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not all hunky-dory. It's we have to figure it out. What is the right thing to do? How do we handle it? How do we get past this? How do we grow from this experience? It's exactly what Arjuna is facing. So basically, all the words that Krishna is saying to Arjuna all those years ago, he's saying to us right now to give us this strength and this courage and this insight so that we can live our best lives. And isn't it beautiful that these ancient teachings are resurfacing so much the past few years and particularly right now, you know, with not just these conversations that we're having within ourselves, but even on a global scale and, you know, here in the United States with politics and COVID and craziness, we need that insight. And it is so interesting to me that it's from thousands and thousands of years ago, and it's still such beautiful, potent wisdom. Yeah. I mean, you think that we would have advanced and we would have learned something from right by now, but the problem is the problems change, right? So they're not, we're not shooting with bows and arrows. We're not, you know, in that kind of a situation, we have high tech. So now we're fighting with each other on social media, you know, it's the same problem, but a different expression of it. Yeah, exactly. And so all of this became the inspiration for creating Song Divine and using your own translations to create this beautiful lyrics. And then, and okay, like I feel like I'm going really fast here, but, and then inviting in the musician piece and then inviting in the singer and and the whole beauty of of that album it's just amazing oh thank you yeah i when i wrote song divine the 
idea for me was I was studying the Bhagavad Gita, like finally, because it, it I felt like it was following me all my life. Like, here yeah. it is, here it is, read it, read it. And I right. didn't get it. I was like, I don't get it. I'm a woman. I'm not a man on a battlefield. I'm in the 20th century, 21st century. What? I didn't get it. But then my Swami invited me to this Bhagavad Gita class and I said, okay, I'll go. Then he said, memorize the verses. And I'm like, how am I going to memorize these verses? But then I remembered, you know, back in the 90s, I used to write songs for kids Mm -hmm. with affirmations so that they could remember. And when it's in in rhyme and rhythm, then you remember. And so I started rewriting the verses and I thought, Am I like ruining the Bhagavad Gita? What am I doing here? So I showed my Swami and he said, this is great. This is perfect. This is for a Western audience. This is for a modern audience. This is what we need right now. So keep going, keep going. So I wrote the whole thing. And then as I'm writing it, I'm hearing like melodies and stuff. And I thought, okay, each chapter should be a song. And then each, you know, each song can have its own vibe because there's an essential message in each chapter right Mm -hmm. and then i thought we'll put each song together and we'll make a musical like hamilton (laughs) christ superstar and it'll be on the stage with you know bollywood dancers and musicians and it'll be great you know so i went to my friend Vito, who i've known for years and years he was i've been married to greg now for 20 years and Vito was one of the um, keyboard, the keyboard guy at my wedding. So wow, yes, full circle. Yeah, exactly. So I met him through Center for Spiritual Living. We were like in the same church and everything, and it was so cool. And I showed him, and I said, "This is what I want to do." And he looked at it, and he's like, "Okay, well, do you realize that you have in this one chapter?" 48 verses in a song oh we have like two or three verses and a chorus how are we going to do this so i said we'll do it we'll figure it out we'll do it he goes okay let's just try one song i'm like okay let's just try three songs and he's like okay <laughs> so i roped him into it you know and then we got hooked and we're like we got to keep going this is we're doing it we're doing it we're gonna get through the whole thing 18 songs 18 original songs we did wow yeah wow well and they're they're so appropriate for the higher wisdom that people are seeking now and i love how it's it, each one is different and then it flows in and you can look at the lyrics um you can look at the lyrics and it really resonates with you like let's play one we're gonna play one right now okay. we're gonna play know who you are um and what i really loved about this is that it okay it starts off so meditative and soft and then each of the words I love that tell, tell me about the dancer so li- uh, wait one second let me just say this listeners for those of you that are um, listening to the podcast this is a challenge for me here but those of you listening to the podcast you can visit Lisa Lisa's website, coffeetalk.com, C-O-F-F-E-Y, and 
grab the song and watch the video. It's going to be launched in two weeks. And for those of you watching, pay attention to the dancer. There's a beautiful dancer as the words flow along with her. Okay, I'm sorry, Lisa. I just had to get that in there. Good. That is actually Radhika Bukhari, and I've known her since she was a little girl. And she studied classical Indian dance, and now she's an engineering student at USC. Um, but I knew she danced, and I, I asked her to do this, and she was all on board. You know, she's a Christian devotee herself. So, but the storyline is that um, this this girl, this Indian American girl, loses her grandmother in India, and she can't fly to India because of the pandemic. So she goes to the beach to honor her grandmother through dance and prayer. And while she's on the beach, she has this vision of Krishna. And that's kind of the story storyline. Know who you are is all about knowing that you're not this body, you're not this mind. You are a soul beyond birth and death. And when you know who you are, you know how the world operates and you know what your place is. Well, and one of the things that really resonated with me is that my mom died during the pandemic. And, you know, it was kind of locked down and we all had to grieve in a way that made sense to us. Yeah. And yet this really spoke to me because it's just the death of the physical yeah, being. Yeah. I, I'm right there with you. My father died during the pandemic too. He's 97. Oh. As, um, as a affirmation of everything that I'm doing, yeah. and I'll share this with you because you're Terry and I love you. He came to me that night and he told me, I'm not dead. And I'm like, I get it. Thank you, Dad. I mean, that was like a really important message for me to hear you know, his body may be gone but he's still here and available yeah absolutely well i had a similar experience like i was having this conversation with my mom and the same day that i had that conversation and this was right after she died as well um, I interviewed a psychic and I told her, I said, I want to talk about my mom. This isn't about my mom, this is about you and your work. And she said, well, I just have to tell you one thing. She said, your mom wants you to know you were right. And I'm like, okay, okay. She's, she's just someplace else. They're just someplace else. That's right. Right. And so In this the next room. The next room. Yes. Another great story you'll have to hear about one day. but. It's beautiful. Look at how beautiful she is. And and the music, how it flows. Tell us about the singer. So the singer is Sonu Nam, and he is probably the most popular, famous singer in all of India. And he started as a playback singer, which means like he was uh, singing in movies over you know, the actor's voice. We do that in Bollywood movies all the time. 
he got so famous on his own and now he's like a judge on Indian Idol and all those awards shows that's you know all over the place on TV in India but like everybody knows the name like like here in America everybody knows the name Elvis Presley or Frank yeah. Sinatra it's like you know that name right so when I I really wanted someone from India to think the whole album really but it's um it's a challenge to find you know i don't know who the big people are in india i don't know who actually sings in english versus singing in hindi which is a whole different um skill set uh but everybody i know from india kept telling me sonu nigam you have to get sonu nigam there's nobody else he's the best he's the best and i'm like okay what do i do and luckily enough i just i just kept asking people like anybody i met i would ask them and i finally found one person who knew somebody who knew somebody who knew him and put me in touch and i had to pitch this person and then this person pitched so new so new said okay i'm willing to hear her out and he just happened to be i live in los angeles he just happened to be in san jose um northern california like the next day <laughs> and they said well can you get out there to take a meeting with him i'm like yes so like i hopped on a plane got out there went to the hotel met him in the lobby uh played him the song on my phone and he's like grooving out you know and i knew he liked it and he's like okay and and lisa i'm going to do this i'm going to do this for you because this is your dharma this is your purpose in life this is what you were put on this earth to do and i was just like oh my gosh you know because i'm so used to hearing no i'm too busy or good luck i wish you well you know i'm so used to hearing that but this was like a solid yes go for it mm. so that was back in april of 19 and we were trying to figure out how he was going to get to the studio because he said oh I'm touring the US and I'll I'll circle back and we'll come back in and blah 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 but then that never happened cuz he got booked in Europe he got booked in Dubai he got booked in Ta- I mean he was all over the place you know how those big guys are they're everywhere yeah and then the pandemic well and just before the pandemic though in November um my goddaughter was getting married in India um December 7th. So I told him I said, "Look, I'm going to India anyway. Why don't I fly to Mumbai early?" And so I said, "I'll be there like the Thanksgiving weekend and following. And um can you just give me a day? I'll stay there for a week so that so that I can I have this window of time to record you. Um just give me a day." And sure enough, he picked a day. He was there. He showed up. we recorded the song he was amazing he was really into it he even like collaborated with us we got in um indian musicians with uh sarangi and bansuri these you know very specialized indian instruments beautiful it all worked out you know my godson is in the music business thankfully he set up the engineer and the studio and the time and oh it just everything just fell into place yeah like yeah. it was meant to be and then of course i go home have christmas and the pandemic comes so yeah. thank goodness i got in like just under the wire 
Well, yeah, I mean, it, that's total divine intervention, right? Definitely. Yeah, Definitely. complete and total divine intervention. And that everything so, I say flawlessly, but I'm sure there were a few little hiccups, but yes. it yes. just fell uh, into place. And then to be able to relate so much of it to, again, going back to those ancient teachings, to what's happening now and to be able to present it in this rock opera format. I love that. Like I kept hearing like, wow, it's like the Bohemian Rhapsody. It's just going to be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, I mean, we were so inspired by Jesus Christ Superstar because that was such, so groundbreaking in the seventies. Right. And it kind of made being Christian cool. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and then, and then, of course, Godspell came. And then yeah, Hamilton. I mean, Hamilton, we were like, wow, they're making American history cool. Why can't we make spirituality cool? You know, yeah. this really, even though it's it's based in India, it's culturally relevant everywhere. It's yeah. timeless. It's, you know, there's no geography. There's no specific religion that this is specific to. It really is very inclusive. Yeah, and as I was uh, reading the lyrics to know who you are, that is something that kept playing out in my head was that this isn't about religion. This is about your soul self, your spiritual self, the essence of who you are and the essence of all of humanity. Um, I've been having conversations lately about religion and dogma and uh, many religions, uh, superiority. This is none of that. Exactly. It's, it is just a beautiful celebration of life and that there is no, you know, there is no mind, there is no body, that this is who we are. And it's delivered in such a beautiful way. That means so much to me. Thank you. I mean, that, I mean that's, that's exactly what we were going for, is reaching people in, through their hearts, you know, mm -hmm. so that they understand we're all going through the same stuff. We're all having the same doubts and fears. And, and the essential essence of who we are is what is going to get us through all this. Yeah, and that we are all connected by that essence, you know, because that is who everyone is, right? Yeah. And it's so, it's really comforting to understand that. So I just, I hope everybody um, has that same experience that I did with the Bhagavad Gita, that it mm -hmm. just opened my eyes and it made me feel this sense of clarity mm -hmm. in with the world and, and about purpose and about love. It's that's what it's all about. That's the key right there. You know, that it is about love and it's, it's so much, it's so much uh, deeper and yet so simple that that's what it comes down to, right? That it comes down to love. Okay. So we only have a few minutes left and uh, listeners, I just want to remind you, this is a conversation with Lisa Coffey 
about Song Divine, her beautiful album that's coming out. You can grab it at Coffee Talk, C-O-F-F-E-Y, coffeetalk.com. And Lisa, you recently uh, started working with a new foundation that um, we can all benefit from as well. So let's talk a little bit about that before we close. Oh, thanks. Yeah, this is, it's called Omni Awareness, O-M-N-I Awareness.org. And it stands for Om Non-Dual Infinite Awareness. And a group of us who study Advaita Vedanta, which is non-duality, we are all one kind of thing. There's one non-dual, not two, it's one. Um, We wanted to put together some retreats and You know, in the Buddhism, they have lots of retreats, different kinds of meditation retreats in silence and all this. But in Vedanta, we don't have that many. We have a lot of education. Yeah. We have this, um, this, our our educational practices, mananya. There are three things, shranana, manana, nidityasana. So shranana is hearing. So like, uh, hearing the lectures, hearing the wisdom, reading the wisdom, that thing. Manana is uh, thinking about it and reasoning about it and coming to our own conclusion about it. And Nidityasana is assimilation, integration into your daily habits, into how you behave, into your work, that kind of thing. So we set up our first retreat. It's coming up in December. And it's online, which is great because anybody can come, which is wonderful. And we're going to have talks. We're going to have meditations. We're going to have chanting and kirtan. And um, we're going to have Q&A with the Swami. This is Swami Adma Rupananda, who's an expert in um, non-dualism. In fact, he translated this book, Advaita Makaranda, and this is what it's based on the nectar of non-duality mm-hmm. so it he he's amazing and so this is our first one we're just launching right now it's going to be a friday night and then saturday and sunday and i hope everybody can come if you go to omniawareness.org you'll find out all about it it's you know very inexpensive and you'll get so much out of it. I, I'm so excited to be a part of this. And and from here on out, I hope to be able to do in-person retreats where we can all gather together. But for now, this is what we can manage with everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. It sounds really beautiful. And listeners, I will make sure that all of Lisa's links are on the Soulful Living page here at Empower Radio. I say I, but actually my awesome producer, Kojo, will make sure that's all taken care of. So um, it sounds amazing. And I, I personally am making a commitment to join the retreat. Is it like all day? on Saturday and Sunday, or is it like various times throughout the day? It's, um, it's mostly all day, but we have breaks, you know, okay, good. so you can get up and have lunch and come back and that kind of thing. But, um, yeah, there it's in chunks. The schedule is actually on the website so that you can Perfect. see what it is. So Perfect. I'm excited. I cannot wait for this. Well, I know that this has all been something you've been very passionate about for a really long time. I mean, certainly longer than I've known you and that it is who you are. It just seems like everything is coming 
full circle for you and it's really beautiful. Um, and we're down to the wire. Okay. We are really down to the wire. We only oh have gosh. about a minute or so left. And I'm so grateful that you're here, that you've shared all of your beautiful work. And I'd love for you to leave the listeners with something you can take out into the day. They can take out into the day to elevate their soul or expand their life in some way. Oh, I would just say, do you know who you are? You are a miracle. You are a walking, talking, beautiful miracle. And just embrace that and, and think about that during the day. Everything that had to lead up to your birth and where you are right here and now is a total miracle. That's beautiful. What a beautiful way to close out the show. Thank you so much, Lisa. I love you and I appreciate you so much. I love you so much. Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on the Angel Tarot Show exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.